Welcome to the Lost Map Podcast. was Pass Back Through by L.T. Leaf. Hello everyone, you're listening to the Lost Map podcast. I am Pictish Trail. I'm speaking to you from my shed on egg and I'm accompanied but not in the shed 
I'm accompanied via the internet by my good friend and regular co-host, Laura Doherty. Hello, in my shed in Edinburgh, my <laughs> Edinburgh. Do you have a shed? You don't have a shed, do you? No, you're not on the ground floor. It'd be a bit of a planning nightmare, I reckon, to get a shed up in a fifth floor flat. We say that, but like in London, they have these warehouses where they're just open spaces. And my partner lived in a place where like the upstairs flat was just all people who lived in individual sheds within a warehouse. And that is why I will never live in London. London. And they only paid £1,800 a week for the privilege. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever the hell it would have been. I have no idea. Like little gnomes. You could just have a little gnome life and just be like, oh, what's Derek up to? Oh, he's fishing. I always wondered if they had a separate shed for the toilet. Brown fishing. (laughs) Anyway, we just listened to Pass Back Through by L.T. Leaf. What a great track that is. That's the brand new single that is out now and is taken from Leaf's forthcoming album, Come Back To Me But Lightly. I always get confused with that title because there's a comma in the middle of it and I have to try and remember where the comma is when I remember <laughs> remember saying Come back. Come back. To me, but lightly. I mean, that, sounds, me. like, that sounds like a Chuckle Brothers <laughs> album. Barry's solo record now that Paul's dead. Or is it the other way around? Paul's alive, Barry's dead. But I think Barry's dead. R.I.P. R.I.P. Come back to me, (laughs) but lightly. Coming to you, to me, on the 24th of January. Nice. 2023. On Ecomix Vinyl. We just had the vinyl arrive, actually, and it's a beautiful blend of vinyls. Big fan of Ecovinyl. I mean, everything that's been coming in has been looking... I mean, you really have to see for yourself, and by that I mean purchase. You do have to purchase. And just get it in your your grubby little paws, and it'll clean them right up, because it's good for the world. Good for the eyes. Yep. Heart, stuff. I heartily recommend that everyone purchase a copy of Leaf's album. Come back to me, but lightly <laughs> on Ecomix vinyl. It's beautiful. It's a thing of beauty. It's a thing of beauty. And the, the single postcard single comes with an exclusive B-side for Postmap subscribers. Ooh. Studio recording of Into the Air. Yeah, that's a great tune. Get your ears on that. Postmap subscribers. Get your ears. Were you trying to do a play on Into the Air? Yeah. Into the ears. Into the the ears. (laughs) If you had a slightly more Irish brogue, you might be able to pull that off. Into the Air. Is that allowed? Am I allowed to do an Irish accent? Sure. Hello and welcome to the Lost Map podcast with me. (laughs) That's the sound of me starting again. That's the sound of take two. (laughs) I guess we're, we're running out of puns. It's the end of the year. The end of the year. End of the year. End of the year. Don't make fun of my weird accent. Sorry. I can't believe it's December already. Are you feeling Christmassy yet? I am not a Christmas fan anyway. What? Why not? It's peak sad season. It's the height of seasonal depression. It is just like, oh, it's just so, I'm just so busy from now until Christmas. Busy, busy time. And I feel like Christmas just interferes with the fun rather than accentuates uh, it yeah i can see you mean yeah family stuff and all sorts of other sort of christmasy commitments can make things a little bit stressful this time of year but mm. if you if you listening at home are feeling that seasonal sadness sadness then don't worry you've got friends here in me and laura on the lost map podcast we'll be your friends let's have christmas dinner together now and listen johnny's there to be jolly i'm here to listen to your sad stories <laughs> it's like the perfect team I love Christmas. I love the you dinner. Do. I love the pudding. I love the number ones, the Christmas number ones. Oh, right. <laughs> Those number ones. I like the Christmas number twos <laughs> following the pudding. 
Uh, but it's also, it's, you know, it's a time of year to look back and reminisce on all the great stuff and the shit stuff that's <laughs> happened throughout the year. So let's have a wee chat about our 2022 highlights. Well, it'd be good to have some like chime. Oh, good chimes going through back through the mists of time. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I wonder if Joe can sort out any sort of interesting, evocative music to complement this trip back into memoryville. <laughs> God, I've forgotten I've forgotten how to talk. <laughs> what have your highlights of this year been? Lost Map releases aside, do you have an album of the year that you are particularly into? I can definitely pinpoint Beyonce's Renaissance being a huge moment for just being like throwbacky 90s club anthem sort of feel to it. Been out for a couple of runs, listened to that, and I feel like it's really elevated my life in so many ways. Have you listened to it yet? We spoke no, about I it. haven't. We spoke about it before and you gave it that sort of description. I was like, I'm not going to listen to it. <laughs> so, well, so, I'm such a great person to have on the podcast if I'm really not convincing you to listen to music. Like, I, why do you keep asking me back? Shits and giggles. <laughs> Look, I need to have someone who's hip and someone who's with it. I'm not hip enough to have the latest Beyonce album. I'd highly recommend it. It's fantastic, I would say. And there's only going to be more. There's going to be more of it coming out as well. But in the last, I don't know, I guess in the last month or so, extremely recently, I've been enjoying the new Wise Blood record. Oh, yeah. That's really nice. And an Irish singer-songwriter, Aoife Nessa Francis. Got her new album as well. Seen her in Sleazy's the oh, yeah. other week. You went to see really her play? enjoyed that. Was she playing yeah. with a band? Yeah, yeah. I think it was like a was it three piece, I think. It was very nice. Would highly recommend. One of my album highlights of this year. I mean, there's so much Lost Map stuff. I'm not allowed to count that, even though it's the stuff that I listen to pretty much all the time and don't listen to anything <laughs> else. But I listened to an album by a guy called Tarpool who I think he's from London, but I'm not quite sure. He released an album this year called Porch Crisis. All right. He got in touch through our web form and just to say hi, and then I checked out his music and I really loved it. It's got a real sort of Englishness to it and it sounds like, sort of like Ed Dowie, but on Quaaludes. I'm sold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the sort of shit I listen to these days. <laughs> it's, it's just really evocative and just, I love it. It's got a, a really beautiful sound to it and it feels very contained and it's got some moments that are very tranquil and ambient and then some moments that are a bit more rocked. You know, he's, he's got a sort of a band sound on a few tracks. It's really cool. I really love it and a lovely voice too. So yeah, check out that Tarpool record. I really like the group listening album that oh, yeah. um, Sweet Baboo and Good Pal Paul released at the beginning of the year. That's really incredible and I, that's sort of a record I've returned to a lot. But I find, you know, as I'm getting older and most of the stuff I listen to is the stuff we release on Lost Map or, or demos that people send us. I find that I'm so out of touch with what is new and what's considered cool. There's already been a few end of year lists that have been released and stuff by shops and by some magazines listing what their top 50 albums of the year are. And it's funny because like, I remember back in the day having those magazines because I was such an avid CD buyer. In some of the magazines, I would already own like 20 or 30 copies of the albums that they were listing and now like i look at that list i'm like i guess it's just people's listening habits are so different now and you can just stream stuff but it's rare that i've even got like two cds or two records or or even have listened to two things within the top 50 basically the advert is who needs anything more than lost map just listen to lost map exactly you're, you're that's it's your own end of your list right there you saved this this is why you're on the podcast polishing turds <laughs> <laughs> 
have you seen anything on telly or has there been any films that stood out to you this year? I don't think I've been to the cinema all that much. But thinking about TV, I'm just on my second watch through of Succession, which I love. It's great fun. Oh, yeah, still to watch that. And Severance, have you seen that on Apple TV? No. What's that about? Oh, so Severance is about this this sort of like dystopian town where you can separate your work consciousness from your home consciousness. So as soon as they go into the workplace, they kind of forget their home life. They go down in an elevator, then they go down and they're like doing these sort of mysterious tasks. They don't know their life outside and vice versa. They don't know what they do for a living. They don't know who they are outside of the place. It's directed by Ben Stiller and it's got Adam oh, wow. Scott plays the lead. But it's a, it's like a serious drama. Yeah, it's really interesting. I guess it kind of talks about sort of like a corporation and greed and who we are as people and identity and stuff like that. And it's quite dark and you are in the dark with them as well. And you're sort of investigating all this stuff as they sort of try and solve the mystery of what's going on. It's Yeah, acting's great. The mayor of Acton. Intriguing. Oh, sorry. (laughs) That was a highlight of 2020. (laughs) What year is this? 2022. (laughs) (laughs) Grenade (laughs) Money. Yeah, the Acton's great. My favourite thing that I saw this year, I really enjoyed Better Call Saul. Oh, yeah. This year. We were going to turn the podcast into a Better Call Saul fan podcast, weren't we? Yeah. I mean, what a great series that is. So good. Mm. And just so beautifully paced and really enjoyed that. And Bob Odenkirk is someone whose work I've, I've enjoyed for years anyway. I love all the Mr. Show stuff. And I listened to mm. his, he released an audiobook this year. I listened to that. Loved oh, sweet. it. Loved. What is it, like a autobiography? Yeah, it's autobiography. So it's oh. called Comedy, 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 Drama. And it's about his life in sort of writing comedy. And that's kind of where he started, really. I mean, I guess his later life big break was becoming Saul Goodman and Breaking Bad. Big and- Breaking Bad. His big break big, and bad. His uh, bad break on Big Break with Jim Davidson was, um, <laughs> was truly diabolical. Have you got any other personal highlights from the year that you wish to share with the listener? Compared to last year, there were a couple of moments where it was just like, oh, fuck, yeah, this is good at gigs. Just like breathing in other people's sweat and stuff and just kind of being able to forget about it a wee bit because I was a bit anxious last year. Mm. Um, for obvious reasons, because, you know, it was still kicking about and stuff like that and still is. Yeah, just a few moments, like, I would say that pavement gig at the bars, like, when you're supported, oh. pavement there, and then, and then, so after Pictures Trail, there's this great band called Pavement that we're on. <laughs> <laughs> didn't see um, him, didn't see him, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, this is good. I had, like, four pints, four pints of tenants, and was just, like, singing along with pals, and it was just a really good moment, and that mm. would be would be just up there feeling like things are maybe back to normal-ish. I know they're not. Don't cancel me. I know it's still out there. But for one beautiful hour or two, I could forget. I think music does allow you to do that. And tenants. Music and tenants will facilitate some sort of (laughs) mental escape every so often. I mean, it's ironic you choose that event because I think it did turn out to be quite a super spreader event. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that is very true, actually. (laughs) A lot of people got COVID after that pavement gig. Um, I don't have any gigging highlights that I've been to other than ones I've played. I mean, my gigging low light was playing a show at Junction One in Glasgow this year, which was <laughs> an amazing gig, a really great gig, yeah. but they didn't yeah. pay me. Junction Wankers. So That's now we rebrand us. going to out them. Junction One, the people who run it, who also run Playground Festival, let me just tell you that, owe me a lot of money. 
That's a real low light. Please pay me. I was keeping it quiet for a bit because um, I thought, oh, maybe they will pay me and they're definitely not going to pay me. So now I'm like, The campaign right, starts now. I mean, Pictish Trails children have no toys this Christmas time because of Playground Festival. What kind of playground is that with no swings, no slides, <laughs> no roundabouts? I mean, to be fair, that sounds like a playground on egg. <laughs> <laughs> they just have to use their goddamn imagination. <laughs> Well, my children will be getting a very special gift this Christmas. And it's a gift that isn't going to cost me too much because mm-hmm. it is the gift of a Postmap Club subscription. Woo! Hasn't Santa been kind to you this year, kids? Merry Christmas. That sounds all good, but what, what the, the bloody fuck hell is Postmap, is Postmap Club? <laughs> what the shit in Crikey's Postmap Club? Postmap Club. Postmap Club is our monthly membership club. Every month, members receive two or three postcards sent out by us to you through the post. These postcards contain download codes linking you to the new releases from the label. Club members get access to exclusive sessions, a monthly newsletter from Pictures Trail, exclusive merchandise and a reusable discount code that gives you 15% off anything in our web shop and 10% off anything on our band camp. Postmap Club is also the new home of our residency project, Visitations. Visitations. Where we invite artists to spend a week writing and recording on egg. New subscribers will receive all three releases from this year's Visitations. Visitations. Series including releases from Emma Cooper, Makeness and Alaya Enyo. When you sign up, you get a bumper pack of postcards along with a membership badge. There are currently three tiers of membership, starting at just £3 a month. All three tiers get exactly the same stuff. The only difference is that if you pay more, you get a slightly bigger badge. Oof. Our postmap annual gift membership option is also popular over the month of December. Hmm. Ooh. If you place your order by Thursday the 15th of December then we will send it out to yourself or the recipient in time for Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. (laughs) (laughs) The special initial gift pack will include six postcards plus three of the visitations postcards and a very special badge and a welcome note from Pictures Trail. That's a lot of paper, let me tell you. (laughs) Every month the recipient will receive new postcards from us, even more welcome notes and paper. Postback Club is a nice way for you to support what we do as a label. If you enjoy this podcast, if you like the music that you've heard and you want to hear more, why not join the club or give it to somebody who might also enjoy it too. We also have a digital only subscription as well as our annual gift membership options. And if you'd like more info on how to become a member or how you can give the gift of Postmap this Christmas, find out more by going to lostmap.com forward slash club. Merry Chris Club. Merry Chris Club. Okay, so let's have a look at what's in the Postmap Club mailbag this month. We've got three postcards for you. The first of which you've already heard was by LT Leaf, Pass Back Through, an exclusive B-side into the air. The second postcard in this month's mailbag is by the Walthamstow-based dream pop band Fire Stations. Lovely people. I love all those guys. And girl... They've got a brand new single out, which is called Swim Under the Winter. It's a standalone single 
They've been recording throughout this year and this is the, the first fruits of, of their recent recordings. It's on this month Postmap Club and it comes with two exclusive remixes, one by Bit Cloudy, who is Martin from the band, who has an electronic side project called Bit Cloudy, and also their pal Lewis, who is in a band called The Leaf Library and he makes electronic music under the name Beneath Her. Here's a little clip of the original track, Swim Under the Winter by Fire Stations. That was just a little clip there of Swim Under the Winter by Fire Stations. I like a good winter swim. I've been out for a few paddles on egg recently. I'm in my swimsuit, I might add, with my gloves on and the protective slippers and the protective helmet so that I don't get cold. <laughs> Laura, you like a nice old winter swim, don't you? Like is a strong word. Uh, okay. I've been out for a couple, actually. <laughs> no, I do enjoy it. I don't have a wetsuit, so I think basically I'm pretty wow. hardcore. And yeah. I, I went out on a beach on East Lothian a few weeks ago and that was pretty chilly. And then at the weekend there, I had a dip in Loch Lomond. Loch Lomond. Holy smokes. How long were you nice. in the water for? About maybe three minutes, potentially. <sighs> chilly. I have boots though. I have little boots because just the, the sensation of things under my feet. I'm not a huge fan of mysteries under my toes. Oh yeah. I'm just not a fan of the cold. I mean, it makes such mm. a difference having something yeah. on. <laughs> I like, yeah, I do like having a nice swim in the old sea. It's very nice. But yeah, I'm not going in without my wetsuit on. You're mental. That's insane. I have no idea why, <laughs> why you do that. Got to try a dry robe. That's great. Have a wee cup of tea after it. It's fine. I like your dry robe. I've seen your dry robe. You brought it up to Egg one time and it's very gangster. It's very stylish. I think uh, Jay-Z has the same one. Oh, has he? No, he doesn't. No. <laughs> I look like a boxer. Yeah, with the hoodie thing Brilliant. on. With that, what's oh, cool. it called? What's it called? That thing. It's a dry robe. It's called a dry robe. Doesn't it have a, like another brand name, or is, is that the brand name? <laughs> That's dry, dry robe. robe. <laughs> okay, I'm hip. I'm cool. Lost Bat Podcast sponsored by Dry Robe. I mean, I'm up for that. Yeah, sure. Just send send us a couple guys. I'm sure you listen. I'm sure you listen. Well, keeping on the subject of swimming. Yes. The third and final post map postcard in this month's subscription mail out is by Susan Bear and it's a track called Swimming Lessons taken from her album which was released earlier on in the year called Alter. It's a really beautiful daydream like shoegazy tune. It's really beautifully produced and yeah I love that song and it comes with an exclusive slightly festive (laughs) b-side entitled Bye. 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 But don't go yet. Don't go yet. No we've not finished the episode yet. But, and it's a, yeah, a festive tinged instrumental. I was asking Suze the other month, I sent her an email going, oh, have you got anything slightly festive? And she was like, oh, I've got this, this tune. But, and I don't know what I'm doing with it, but yeah, I could add lyrics to it and make it a Christmas song. I was like, oh, okay. It sounds quite festive. And then a few weeks later, she was like, I'm not going to add lyrics to it. It's just going to be instrumental. And I'll be honest, it sounds beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) And a special gift to Postmap subscribers. Indeed. Here's a little clip of bye. Bye. 
tired. Bye! By Susan Bear. She'll be playing as part of Humbug at Summerhall on Saturday the 17th of December. That's our big Christmas outing this year and I hope you can come along to either that on the Saturday or the night before on Glasgow mm. on Friday the 16th of December or maybe even both. both. Uh, I think at time of recording there are still tickets left but mm, be quick just in case you don't want to be disappointed. Tickets are selling fast, yes, for the Humbug shows. So yeah, if you want to come along, please buy a ticket in advance. Can't guarantee there'll be any on the door. Yet Suze Bear will be playing, like you say, and another act will be playing, in fact, playing both of the Humbugs this year, is a London-based act called Fell, whose album Mallow's Marsh we're releasing on Lost Map this month. It's coming out on compact disc with a lyric zine, a 40-page lyric zine, an art book. And it also comes with a print of the album cover as well, a limited edition print. It's a really beautiful package. And it's been assembled together by Nicholas Burrows, the lead singer and songwriter with Fell, who is also a visual artist. He's also a visual artist. A musical and visual artist. Indeed. Is there anything he can't do? I've not seen him dance. Maybe we will Maybe see Maybe we that. will. At Humbug. On Friday or Saturday. Yeah, a very talented artist. Fell is also performing with his band at our two daylight music showcases, one that's happening in London and one that's happening in Faversham. But I'll give you more details on that later on. For now, let's have a listen to Nicholas himself as he talks through his life in music as Fell and the story behind the new album, Mallow's Marsh. I'm in my little home studio upstairs and I've been working on some illustration jobs today because I'm, I'm also an illustrator and an artist so I've been moving shapes around on a screen. I used to play in a lot of bands in Leeds where I went to university. I used to play in a post-rock band called All My Friends Are Dead. Uh, and a indie pop band that was like a sort of Bell and Sebastian and Wolf Parade mashed together or something. It's called Super 8 and yeah, some other sort of projects and side projects. And then I got a bit um, fed up of playing with lots of different people. I love playing with, with other people, but trying to write music together became sort of difficult in some of those groups. I started to do it on my own and I sort of, I wasn't sure how to do that. I wasn't sure what to write about. And then I ended up listening to the microphones for the first time and realising that there's more interest in songwriters than people that talk about their themselves or their whatever, their feelings. So I sort of started to make this kind of like music based on wandering about in the woods and stuff like that. I called it Glaciers. Went travelling a bit, wrote about walking about in hills and I sort of did that for about 10 years. But then I moved to London and I was trying to do lots of art and illustration stuff as well. Always writing and recording by myself, but never really considering having the means to, to, to do things a bit more kind of properly. And then I'd done a bit of recording in studios in Oslo with a, a label called Metronomicon Audio, who has put out an NEP 
of mine and some other stuff on a compilation. A really great bunch of people and run by um, this guy, Jürgen Skillstad, who goes by the name Centre of the Universe. Anyway, but that, you know, I didn't really have much sort of studio experience and then found out I was going to have a baby and that sort of made me think, all right, I'm going to go and make a record. <laughs> it wasn't just that, but, you know, that, the sort of combination of, I'd saved a bit of money and then I was going to have a baby, so I was like, right, I'm going to go and do this. So I went to make a record with Andy Ramsey in Press Play Studio. Andy's the drummer in Stereo Lab, And I went there because David Thomas Broughton, the avant-garde singer-songwriter man from Yorkshire, who I sort of knew, not really, but like sort of friends of friends, he'd recorded something there that I liked. So I was like, well, he's good and I like him and I'll go there. So that I did that and then some songs got on the radio, which was really surprising and gave me a bit of confidence. You know, since then, I've probably been more serious about music. So Fell is me and Matt Gerardo and John Rolton and Dav Sheel. It's really a band now, but I write all the songs still and we work on arrangements together. So under Fell, we've released There's Still Our Mysteries was the first record. And then we did an EP called For the Pickling which initially was self-released it, but then sent it to Lost Map and they offered to put it out, which is great. And then Johnny suggested that we do like another EP and then put them together and do a vinyl release so it would be like an LP, but it's made up of two EPs, which is a really good idea. But then COVID happened and everything stopped and I felt like, hmm, well, nobody's doing anything, so maybe that makes me feel a bit less rushed or impatient to get something out, so let's do an album. I mentioned that I'm an illustrator and an artist. The artwork that I make is it's kind of important to fellow. I've been searching for the right kind of visual language for a while. And I think at the moment, like this new record, I think it's got this kind of brown, sort of faded record from the 70s sort of look about it without hopefully being too much of a, of a pastiche, that kind of thing. So I think I'm kind of getting somewhere and it kind of makes sense. Everybody wants to studios with Andy Ramsey and Night New Road Studios with Shuta Shinoda and then Dan who mixed the record was very present at you know at sessions and also did some arranging and production stuff as well. Recorded some guitars at Super Studio with David Holmes. Not the sort of David Holmes that you're thinking about, a different David Holmes who's a really good producer and technician and guitarist. Anyway that was nice on a boat. That was good at Super Studios. And then we did bits at home. I did lots of singing at home and recorded some saxophone in Steve's house who does the saxophone for us. So, you know, a bit of stuff that was ad hoc and like done at home and as much in the studio as we could. Yeah, it's kind of about Englishness in a way and this kind of pastoral thing and thinking about that and then thinking about what the reality is of every day. Some of the songs are kind of quite old, so they've been knocking around for a while. And so it's just, you know, probably things that I've been thinking about for the last at least like six years have gone into this new record they've kind of worked their way in there somehow the process was good it's a nice collaborative thing to do it took a bit longer than i'd like it to have done and i learned a lot about the process i have a really good working relationship with 
Dan Bucket who mixed the record and he's just like does a lot of a lot of work to kind of try and make the mixing trying to make it as good as possible or, or him getting the best stuff that he can mix and then it takes a while it could be a bit frustrating but it always ends up in really good results <laughs> probably talk about do anything because that was the single that we put out the first one and it was initially like this kind of valve undergroundy thing it was a bit kind of laid back well actually i wrote on a little casio keyboard and it didn't really sound like anything it took a while to wrestle that one around and it went in a sort of more xtc like english post punky kind of direction although it doesn't really sound like xtc that's what i was listening to a lot and it sounds like it's a post-covid anthem but it's not it was written before that all that all that happened but you know if we would have had a better timing with bringing that out we really could have crested on the wave of or the summer of 21 that would have been good sound of the summer The last song on this record, Death of a Naturalist, is probably my favourite on the record. It's probably the newest song, maybe. It's kind of ambitious, or it has a bit of a sort of understated, like, grandeur or something. Well, in my head it does, anyway. And it's kind of about that idea of realising that a lot of the stuff I used to sing about, or was until quite recently, is about walking in nature and whatever. And I live in the big city, and I, you know, I just go on the bus and on the train a lot. And that felt disingenuous or something, or not really uh, appropriate anymore or something. So that song was about kind of transitioning out of like some sort of self-mythology that you built up and being a bit more realistic. hip bone is like the one that I think is a bit of a curveball and it's fun and sort of rough and it's got these weird time it's not really a weird time signatures it's more like the length of the bar I don't know not my musical language isn't amazing bits of the beats are missing and stuff and the turnarounds are sort of it's like an impatient song yeah but I like playing that one and I think that's like a funny one that I can't really remember even writing or developing Lost in the 
first song on the album is like, it's got lots of stuff in it. It's kind of a collage of three or four things bashed together. Uh, this little kind of nursery rhyme sweet uh, little folk tune, which is kind of squished in between some kraut rock section and this other kind of intro thing that had been knocking around for ages. I wanted to start with something um, ambitious. To me, it's, um, it's kind of ambitious and, I, it, you know, it's kind of got a lot of instrumentation and a lot of time changes. And it's one that I really like playing live because I like the sort of quiet at the beginning or the, the, the long time without the singing, you know, draw people in. It's also about, it's about getting bitten by a dog in Wales as well, just FYI. is a track that Sean O'Hagan from the High Llamas arranged, which was really kind of him. Andy from Stereolab put us in touch and Sean's really generous with his time and his advice and we listened to some nice records together when we went around to his place to work on this arrangement. I wanted it to be this kind of drunken Tom Waitsy kind of like a brass thing really and he switched it into this more like Tropicalia kind of inspired, bit more studied or something or I don't know bit more baroque kind of arrangement and then we sort of bastardized it in the studio and i don't know what he thinks of it because he hasn't told me <laughs> but he did it he did it ages ago so we might have ruined his arrangement sorry sean December we're doing at least six gigs I think. We're going to do one at a lovely record store in Leighton in London which is also very conveniently close to my house called Dreamhouse Records and we're going to do an in-store thing in there on the 8th of December and then on the 10th and the 11th Saturday and the Sunday we're doing two daylight music sessions with some Lost Map folks including the Pictish Trail and uh, the first one's in Bethnal Green in London at St John's and the second one is at the Tin Shed I think it's called oh, I've probably said that wrong in Faversham in Kent which will be which will be nice and then their daytime one so bring the family and then the weekend after we're coming up to do Lost Maps Humbug in Glasgow and Edinburgh I think we're the only act to be doing both which is a real privilege I hope that we can prove our worth and metal. 
but uh, that'd be good and then on, new, on the 18th on the way back I think we're going to do a gig in Newcastle which has not been confirmed yet but that might be happening and there might be an extra one at the beginning of December in Margate a, a solo thing that I'm going to do I haven't done a solo show for a while so yeah look out for details online and then I'm going to try and get all the songs that I've written since this album that's coming out I'm going to try and get them recorded somehow that's my plan that's our plan <laughs> so it normally takes us a long time to do that and I'm hoping we can do it a bit quicker this time but we yeah we need some money and time to do that so let's see how that goes but we're working on it
That was Death of a Naturalist, the closing track on the brand new album from Fell, entitled Mallow's Marsh, which is out this month on Lost Map Records physically. You can purchase it on as a limited edition CD with uh, an art lyric book, 40-page art lyric book that comes with it, and a limited edition print. And we're releasing it physically this month ahead of its streaming and digital release, which is going to happen in January. We wanted those who were wanting to pick up a copy physically to be able to listen to it smugly over Christmas <laughs> mm. ahead of the whole streaming pack. It's a little experiment we're trying out. So yes, you can pre-order a copy and purchase a copy from the Lost Map website or from our Bandcamp. And yes, thank you to Nicholas Burrows there for giving us a chat through the album. Fell will be performing at Daylight Music a Lost Map showcase that we're putting on at St. John's and Bethnal Green in London on Saturday the 10th of December, performing alongside Alaya Enyo and Pictish Trail. That's me. Um, the same lineup will be performing again the next day, another afternoon show taking place at the Hot Tin in Faversham in Kent on Sunday the 11th of December. And then Fell will be taking the journey all the way up north, as he said, playing both of the Humbug shows that we're putting on in Glasgow and in Edinburgh on the 16th and 17th of December. And I'm so excited about those humbug shows, Laura. I cannot wait. I think they're going to be really good fun. Party, party, party. They were great last year. And it's like, it's just nice getting to see all the bands and getting to see all the fans and getting to see all the pans. (laughs) The pans and pans of mulled wine. I feel like Summerhall definitely does do mulled cider. And if it gives that gorgeous spicy stench when you walk walk into the room. It's uh, I'm not a fe- I'm not a Christmassy person, but I do love a good old mull. You do love a spicy stench, and we have to remember that. A <laughs> <laughs> favorite, yeah, Jerry Halliwell. What a lovely <laughs> stench spice. <laughs> Yeah, so many excellent bands playing over that weekend. It's going to be great fun. And yeah, always a really interesting merchandise stall at oh, the yes. Humbugs as well. Yeah, so we're polishing up our uh, our lights and hangers and everything like that to get everything on display. There will be the opportunity to get some 
gift subscriptions as well mm. for Postbap members if you want to enlist somebody else or even yourself treat yourself well this is it actually if you want to purchase anything from the lost map web shop or from our band camp this month the last date you can order as we mentioned earlier on is the 15th of december but if you attend either of our humbug shows you'll be able to pick up some merch some good old mm. lost map last minute merch including the ball boy record which will be on the stalls as well beautiful segue this is a great segue. segue. Smooth. Yep, the new Ball Boy album is out this month. Again, we're doing a thing of we're releasing it physically before releasing it on streaming services. It'll be out on streaming services in January, but you can pick up a physical copy of the reissue of Club Anthems 2001 on double vinyl in saltire colours, a beautiful white and a beautiful blue on two separate discs there of vinyl. You can pre-order that from the Lost Map web shop or from our Bandcamp, but you can also purchase it from select indie shops throughout this month. And yeah, like Laura says, you can pick up a copy at Humbug, where Ball Boy will be performing, indeed headlining, on Saturday the 17th of December. I think that means we should close <laughs> today's show and indeed the year of this podcast. Oh my God! With a Ball Boy track. Oh We've got the track taken from Club Anthems. I've got pictures of you in your underwear. It only leaves me to say thank you to Laura Doherty for joining me this month and indeed this year. Ho, ho, ho. (laughs) And thank you to Joe Cormack for all his editing and production skills on the podcast today and every day. Every day. (laughs) And every every day. day. That he edits himself. Thank you to you, dear listener, for listening. If you've been listening to all our podcasts this year and sending us messages, we very much appreciate it. If you do want to send us a little message, feel free to pop us a a line at club at lostmap.com and say hello. We really appreciate your feedback. And yeah, I think maybe I've talked enough shite and I'm just going to leave you to it. Have a lovely Christmas. If I don't see you at Humbug, have a great Christmas and I'm sure we'll catch up with you all in 2023. Bye. <laughs> Is that ripping off Adam Buxton? I don't know. <laughs> it's in harmony, so I think I feel that's different enough. <laughs> <laughs>